Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Penguins are going to look to close out 2023 with back-to-back victories. It would be three straight victories if they were able to accomplish this with two games at PPG Paints Arena on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. First, they take on the St. Louis Blues on Saturday night, and then to close out 2023, they have a rematch against the New York Islanders on Sunday evening at 6 p.m. The highest that the Penguins can possibly climb to in the standings before the end of this calendar year is the second wildcard position. If they win out and also... They would need Tampa Bay, New Jersey, and Washington to each lose their next two games over the weekend. So while it is possible that the Penguins finish 2023, a year that has been filled with ups and downs inside of a playoff spot, it means they're likely going to finish the year outside of a coveted playoff spot. So here are the top stories to keep an eye out for entering the new year as the Pittsburgh Penguins attempt to claw back into the playoffs and clinch a playoff berth after missing last season. First story that I'm going to say is probably the earliest that we're going to get a return on is the rehabbing wingers. That's one of the biggest storylines surrounding the Pittsburgh Penguins because one of their best players has been on the shelf for the better part of the month of December, meaning Brian Rust. Brian Rust has continued to skate on his own before Pittsburgh Penguins practice, at least as of this recording. They do practice later this afternoon. It'd be nice to see him join the team in a non-contact capacity, which would be his next step as he rehabs from an upper body injury. He's eligible to return to the team from LTIR on January 2nd, the first game of the new year against the Washington Capitals. He would be a much needed, much, uh, he would be a great addition to this lineup right now because although they are 5-1-1 in their last seven games, they're starting to get more scoring from guys like Ricard Raquel Valtteri Pustin has been great throughout the entire month of December. This is a guy that had 20 points in 22 games this season. This is a guy that was on pace for his first 30-goal season of his career before suffering this injury. Brian Rust was extremely, extremely important to the Pittsburgh Penguins earlier this season. If they're able to get him back, 
matched with the performances they've gotten from guys like Pustin and from guys like a Ricard Raquel since coming back into the lineup. The resurgence of Evgeny Malkin and Riley Smith starting to get back to what they were at the beginning of the season. Add Brian Rust into that mix, and the Pittsburgh Penguins could be sitting in a pretty good spot with their roster going into the All-Star break at the end of January. The other winger that is rehabbing right now, and it'll be interesting to see if he's able to make his 2023-24 debut, is Yesapul Yarvi. Will he sign a contract? That's the other part of this first storyline to watch. The two-way winger has been with the Pittsburgh Penguins for the most of December on a free agent tryout contract. He's recovering from double hip surgery in the offseason, but what he would bring is more size and another defensively responsible stick to the bottom six. Now, Paul Yarvey is a little bit more when it comes to setting up in the offensive zone he's good at getting up to the goal he's not really good at finishing which a lot of the Pittsburgh Penguins have that issue but he's a much more I should say he has a much higher pedigree than a guy like maybe a Redeem Zahorna or a Jansen Harkins he's more of an NHL talent than those guys are at least on a more consistent basis so it'll be interesting to see how he progresses if he even signs a contract with the Penguins and when he does not only where he slots into the lineup, but what he actually brings to the lineup. He's a big body. He's only 25 years old. And the good thing is, is we've seen somebody come back from hip resurfacing surgery this very season to play very, very well. And that's Patrick Kane. Now, the level is different for Patrick Kane to Yesapul Yarvi. But seeing Kane play at the level that we're accustomed to seeing him play at with the Detroit Red Wings means that maybe, even though the, the surgery was different, Yarvi had double hip surgery. Kane only had one. It means that there's a chance that you see the player that he was before the surgeries. And if that is the case for Paul Yarvi, that's a pretty good addition to the Pittsburgh Penguins' bottom six. Ste- second storyline, excuse me, that I'm keeping an eye out for, and it's one that I have kind of mentioned throughout the month of December, is can these goaltenders maintain the performance that they've had this season? The Pittsburgh Penguins have had terrific goaltending from the drop of the puck on the 2023-24 season. Tristan Jari specifically has had an excellent start to his season, obviously showing everybody that he is worth the contract. At least in year one, he should be worth the contract. But the New Year's has been a delineation date for Tristan Jari. In his career from October to December, he has a 923 save percentage in those months. Historically, from January to March, the months that lead up to the push for the playoffs a 906 save percentage. So which Tristan Jari are we going to get? The new and improved with a great contract Tristan Jari that's going to be able to maintain this performance throughout a season and help lead the Penguins back into a playoff spot? Or are we going to get the Tristan Jari we've seen time and time again throughout his career that just runs out of gas and starts to struggle as the weather starts to heat up? The main difference that he has this year is the help that he has behind him. Casey DeSmith wasn't a bad backup goaltender. But as I called him last year, he was coin flip Casey. You never knew what you were going to get. You were either going to get one of the best backup goaltenders in the National Hockey League, or you were going to get one of the worst goaltenders, period, in the National Hockey League. And that inconsistency is the reason that Tristan Jari had to start so many games, because Mike Sullivan probably couldn't trust who was going into that net that night. Was it good Casey DeSmith or bad Casey DeSmith? So far this year, that hasn't been the case with the backup goaltender. DeSmith is out. Alex Nedeljkovic is in. Apart from capturing the hearts 
of the Penguins fan base outside of his fandom for this Cleveland Browns. Alex Nedeljkovich has performed pretty well as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. 5-2-2 two two record so far this season with a 9-17 save percentage, 264 goals against average, and one shutout performance. So can Nedeljkovic continue his resurgence season and will, in turn, that help Tristan Jari stay and maintain the level that he has had to this point in the year? Jari had 11 days off before that last start on the island in New York. And what did it do for him? He went out and he got a shutout, his fourth of the season, 4.6 as I like to call it because I think he deserves some credit for that half or three-quarter or two-quarters, two-thirds shutout that he had in Anaheim, but the goaltending is going to be a main storyline to watch in early 2024. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Third one I'm going with here, how patient is Kyle Dubas going to be? The Penguins are at a tipping point right now because Kyle Dubas publicly circled the All-Star game for when he'll have a, quote, full evaluation for this Pittsburgh Penguins team. But is he going to wait that long to make any moves? He might not make any major moves. He's not going to trade away anybody big he's not going to trade for anybody big in that mean in the meantime unless somebody comes in and offers him a crazy deal for crazy cheap because no general manager is going to be like you know what I actually want to see what my team looks like before I bring in that really good player for nothing unlikely to happen but is he going to wait that long before pulling the trigger the pens could be in two very different positions by then I mentioned if they win out this weekend win their two games and then those other three teams lose their two games they're right back in a playoff spot The Penguins are five points out of second place in the Metropolitan Division. There are a lot of teams in a very, very small area in the Eastern Conference standings. These 13 games, the Penguins play a lot of those teams in the Eastern Conference. They could either be in a really good spot, maybe even a top three spot in the Metro if they continue performing the way that they have over the last seven, or they could fall behind the pack. And I think the the performance over the next month is going to determine which way they go. Because if it's the latter, the question then becomes, will Kyle Dubas wait until the All-Star break, which is the first weekend of February? It's going to be hard to. Because you can fall behind, and if at the end of the month you've fallen behind and then you take action, you might be too far back to make any difference in the season. So how patient will Kyle Dubas be? What will be his first in-season trade as president of hockey operations and general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Is it going to be something that he waits up until the trade deadline to execute? Or is it going to be something out of necessity that he has to do in the next calendar month? Going to be very, very intriguing. Certainly something to monitor. Fourth storyline, and this is one that is going to be positive no matter what. Yarmir Yager's jersey retirement coming up on February 18th of 2024. Penguins taking on a very good team. In the LA Kings, if you remember, they had a massive victory over the Kings on the road last month. That team has gone on to continue to be one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. But we are currently, as of this recording, depending on when you hear it, it might be different. But as of this recording on December 29th, we are 51 days away 
from the 51-year-old joining Mario Lemieux and Michelle Briere in the rafters at PPG Paints Arena. I'll be in the building. That'll be the first game that I've gone to since the opener last season against the Arizona Coyotes. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great weekend of hockey in Pittsburgh. And the Pittsburgh Penguins will be immortalizing one of the most immortal players in the history of the game. Somebody who's still playing over in Czechia in Yarmir Yager. It'll be a great weekend for the organization. It'll be a great weekend for Yarmir Yager. And it might be a weekend that we finally get that picture of Yager, Lemieux, Crosby, and Malkin all in one. That would certainly be one for the history books. That would be one to frame. That would be one that many people are going to look to try to get all four signatures on. It's going to be a great weekend for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and it's coming up 51 days from today. Fifth storyline to watch, and one that has kind of gained steam a lot more over the last couple of weeks, Sidney Crosby and his chase and pursuit for the Hart Trophy once again. 35 points for the Penguins captain, 19 goals, 16 assists, and he's tied for 7th when it comes to that former stat. 7th in goals. He's changing some things up. He's trying to become more dangerous as a goal scorer, trying to put things in his own hands when it comes to finishing plays and finishing off opportunities. He has 19 goals this season. He's on pace to score more goals than he has, I think, since he was in his early 20s. He's currently tied with Jake Gensel, Evgeny Malkin, and Jeff Carter, of all people, with two game-winning goals. And that all has him right now sitting in ninth place in the consensus Hart Trophy odds, according to Action Network. Ninth in Hart Trophy odds right now for a player that's on a team that is currently not in a playoff spot. So you would have to imagine if he wills the Penguins back into a playoff spot, certainly if he wills the Penguins back into home ice advantage in the playoffs, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself here because they're not even in a playoff spot right now. But if he can will them up to where the New York Islanders currently are in second place in the Metropolitan Division, I expect him to shoot up that list and be much higher than ninth in consensus odds. So if you want to lay a futures bet, if you're a betting man or a betting woman that you're listening to this show and you say, you know what? I want to lay a futures bet on somebody. If Sidney Crosby gets his team into the top two in the Metropolitan Division, it's going to be hard for a lot of the pro hockey writers to sit there and ignore his name on the Hart Trophy ballots. But that's that's just one man's opinion. So those are my five storylines to watch surrounding the Penguins. A little bit of Yager and history, a little bit of Crosby and history of his own right. We got some Dubas, we got some goaltending, and certainly interested to see the first one of these storylines that might come to pass is Brian Rust making his return again. Not eligible to return until January 2nd against Washington, but we'll have to obviously monitor his progress and how he does in his attempt to return from an upper body injury. Lots going on surrounding the Pittsburgh Penguins. 2023 was not the kindest of years for the Penguins. Let's see what 2024 has in store. And also, Happy New Year's to everybody listening to this one. I've had so much fun getting to talk in front of this microphone, talk to you folks, whether it be on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from by just searching Tip of the Iceberg. You guys listening to this allows me to be able to do this, and I just enjoy it every single time I get to hit record, and every time I get to go on YouTube and do it live and talk to some of you in the comments section. It has been a great year in 2023, a great year of growth personally and professionally for me and for the podcast, and I owe it all to you. So thank you guys so much. Have a happy and safe new year. And we'll see you guys, I would say we'll see you in 2024, but you know what? The Pens have two games left in 2023, so we'll have game recaps then. But uh, it's certainly been a great year. We'll see you guys next time.